My name is Christopher McKinnon, and you're listening to the Notes from Dad to Son podcast. A podcast from a dad who's still trying to figure it all out in time for his son being old enough to start asking questions. Welcome to Notes from Dad to Son, episode 44. So this episode is a replacement for the previous episode 44, which I'd recorded outdoors and didn't bother really to check the quality of the audio. As a consequence, it was pretty much unintelligible because of road traffic and the sounds of wind blowing through the microphone of my phone. I don't I don't really remember a whole lot of what I was talking about that day, but I do remember feeling positive and upbeat because it was a beautiful day, the sun was shining and, you know, it all felt fairly hopeful in terms of um, things progressing with vaccines being made available and whatnot. With regards to my own vaccination status... It will be probably around the middle of February before I get the second dose of the COVID vaccine because the government had decided that it's better to have more people having the first dose than to focus on just providing a second dose to everyone who had the first dose already. So that's the, the way that's going. Um, and still I'm trying to sell my flat I'm in my flat at the moment in about an hour's time I'll be having a viewer which is you know encouraging and I feel like I'm needing some encouragement at this point in time because I you know as time goes on with having to sell your flat when you've already put an offer elsewhere, there's a sense of pressure that, you know, you might lose, lose out if you don't sell quick enough. Anyway, so I've got a viewer coming in about an hour's time. It's 25 past four in the afternoon of the 12th of January as I'm recording this. And it will be going out today. Because I'm recording on the mobile again. So, yeah, lots of crazy stuff is going on in the world right now. Lots of really strange stuff. Um, I had been using Parlour up until recently, and purely as a as, you know, a means of of glimpsing into the world through a different lens. You know, a a lens where um, lots of points of view could be expressed and um, freely challenged and debated without any um, inclination that a person would be banned for having said something 
crazy, stupid, or just plain wrong. And a funny thing happened in in the world of um, internet communications, and that is basically Parler has ceased to exist. And this has come about through, first of all, the... The companies that provide the distribution for the app, for the mobile phones, Apple and Google, had decided that as a consequence of the behaviour of certain individuals during you know, Capitol Hill protests at some point last week and um, the violence that ensued and... Mr. Trump's attempts to communicate to his base through that platform, I suppose, and and how how people have responded to you know just the craziness of American politics in general. Up to that point, um, they had charged Parler with being a platform that is used to incite violence, and therefore. Basically, they wouldn't have any part in distributing that application anymore. And uh, the same standard of, you know, acceptable behaviour and um, and being able to rule that out, stamp it out, as it were, is not, you know, applied to Twitter and has not applied to Facebook. I have I purposefully left Twitter um, last year because it's just there's so much negativity on Twitter anyway about you know any topic, but you know the whole cancel culture thing you know came through people on Twitter. And and that pretty much continues, but what also continues is, you know, it continues to be used as a means to to incite violence and hatred and and whatnot. But curiously, Apple and Google are still perfectly fine with them being distributed through their services. Same goes for Facebook. In addition to that, Parler um, was using Amazon to host their servers. Amazon decided roughly about the same time that they had 24 hours basically to download all their data because they were getting kicked off the servers. And again, around about the same time, you know, Lawyers, solicitors, and anybody that had anything to do with Parler very quickly disassociated themselves from them because if Google and Apple and Amazon and whatnot aren't okay with your brand, then we can't be seen to be doing business with you kind of thing. So that's a a kind of funny thing that's happening here right now. There's a whole list of 
um, tech companies and platforms that have decided to deplatform Trump. And some of them are just hilarious, like Spotify is deplatforming Trump as well, as though he's going to be launching a podcast and it's going to be distributed through Anchor or something. And or he's going to listen to music on Spotify or somehow appear in someone else's podcast that's distributed through Spotify. Effectively, his main means of communication has ceased to be um, with the, the general public. And this is this is the world we're living in at the moment. And it's it's strange to be talking about something like this because you know, 15, 20 years ago, this would never have been conceived of as a thing because there was not such a, an imbalance of power, should we say, in terms of how, um, how what you said and did and communicated um, online could mean that you know, you would be limited in in where you can can engage with other people in the first place. And also, prior to cancel culture being a thing, you know, it was never it was never something you generally heard about that people would lose their jobs for expressing opinions that were not controversial a couple of years ago, but suddenly now are. I remember just when Trump was elected, several people I was um, in regular contact with in the Temple of Set, and you know, just people generally were worried about you know what this guy would do with his presidency, and and you know the kinds of people that were following him would be would be doing. Right now, I'm seeing another kind of anxiety among people, and that is in terms of what might the the future look like for people who rely on, you know, the various mainstream platforms to get whatever message they want across when the... The terms and conditions and the the specific things that you are allowed to say on those platforms is becoming narrower. Um, seemingly narrower rapidly, more rapidly as of late. And, you know, the, the criticism for... Um, people that did not agree with whatever was being said and then getting banned for having said these things was, well, go start up your own your own platforms. And so people have and, and did, part of just being one of them. But it's not enough to 
to create your alternative platform, you also have to create your alternative platform in such a way that it is completely independent of the larger tech companies now. So, to be truly free to express yourself online is something more of a challenge than what it used to be. And, you know, I've I've said at various times throughout this podcast that this has been something of a concern to me. Um, Mainly for the... For the ease of archiving um, hours of audio as I am doing, as I continue to record episodes for my son. In formats that, you know, should really stand the test of time. But nothing is... It goes back to that old saying, nothing lasts forever. You know, there is scant trace of any real lasting security in in anything that you attempt to document anyway whether through the written word or through any digital means so it behooves me at this point in time to consider how else I may back up what I wish to say because I would like to be able to speak honestly about you know, several matters that, you know, may come to mind and without concern for, you know, how having said these things, they may be used against me at a later date. And this is part of the, part of the beauty of um, mouth-to-mouth initiation in that in the Temple of Set, we regarded initiation as best having taken place face-to-face. Not for any reason for needing to document um, such exchanges, but, you know, you've got that immediate exchange of information between, you know, the person speaking and the intended recipient, and face-to-face you can interact and and you can clarify and whatnot. This is difficult to do with um, any attempt to diarise or document your life on the go. And, you know, it's become a little more popular for people to be writing journals and leaving them for their, their kids later on. So it's important as well to to try and and share much of what you want to pass on with um, whoever you're wanting to pass it on to in person along the way. And for Fraser, at two and a half years old, you know, that's greatly limited, the kinds of conversations that I can have with them about what's going on in the world and, and, and just things that, you know, are important to me now, but may not be later on, and vice versa. But, you know, he's never going to get the the insight as to what life is like now, if he was ever interested, or if he ever becomes interested to know that, without me having documented it in the first place. Anyway, a tagline for 
this podcast is a podcast from a dad who's still trying to work it all out in time for his son being old enough to start asking the questions. Well, now we have questions. We have got to the point where we have questions and they are, what's that noise? And where are you? And what are you doing? These are the three questions that myself and Caroline hear most often each day. Fraser is taking a great interest in the sounds of his surrounding environment, wherever he happens to be, whether he's in the house and things are going on in the street or in the flat above or below. If he hears a sound, he wants to know what that sound is and why it's happened and what's going on. Sometimes he asks what we're doing, and to us it's you know quite apparent what we're doing. Like this morning, I'm getting ready for work and I'm just putting something into the cupboard. And he says to me, Dad, what are you doing? And I said to him, well, I'm putting this back in the cupboard, you know, to tidy it away. Up until fairly recently, every morning when he wakes up, we would get, Dad! Mom! Dad! Where are you? Prior to that, he would just come to the door and say out. Now he's shouting. Well, he was shouting for us and asking where we were. But there is an activity that he particularly enjoys and that is transferring little, for want of a better word, little pom-poms, um, you know, that have been purchased from some craft shop somewhere or other, online or on eBay or wherever. He likes to transfer them from different containers that he has in his room. So he has baskets, he has um, little bowls and dishes and things. And he has a dumper truck, he has um, like a, you know, some other tractor kind of thing. And he's got another thing with like a scoop at the front. And he can spend ages transferring these things from one place to the other so for the past two or three mornings when he's woken up I have heard the sound of him running to turn his bedroom light on and then him pulling out these toys and then starting to transfer the things and he'll do this for about half an hour before um, shouting for us and asking what we're doing so he's able to occupy himself in the mornings, which gives us a little extra half hour in bed just kind of coming to <laughs> from half five in the morning till about six. So these are just three simple questions, but I, I gather that these will be used fairly frequently going forward. And we have not yet got to the asking of why. I look forward to that. 
I look forward to asking why or hearing him asking why. Because that's something else that, you know, I try to understand about situations and things that are going on in the world. I'm trying really hard to be as objective as I can about what's happening presently and in real time because with everything moving so quickly in the digital age, it's very easy to be swept along in the currents of thought that are expressed. And depending on where you are um, getting your information from or which social media platforms you're using, you may find yourself in, you know, echo chambers. It's interesting that, you know, an, an argument that I was having with um, some friends the other day over Facebook, I'm trying to discuss how statistics on their own are not suitable for telling you why certain phenomenon is happening and that this is quantitative data and that you need qualitative data to go along with that. But anyway, it was assumed that I'd gone down YouTube rabbit holes and how could I possibly question what was in front of my eyes and all that and you know, the extent of the questioning that I had been doing is basically saying, well, you know, you are suggesting that the phenomenon of what happened is because of institutional racism or whatnot. But I think that it's a very easy, um, a very easy explanation to to default to when that has become such a popular uh, phrase to use because it has been parroted so many times in, in different media settings, often without much in the way of evidence to back up the claim. You know, nothing really to to add to the the conversation without resorting purely to statistical evidence rather than, you know, the context in which such statistics are produced. But, yeah. There's... There's something I, I notice in, in the way people communicate on certain platforms and that is when they when they can't find someone to agree with or then they can't find a, a means to um, have the person agree with them the the assumption is that they are you know the opposite end of their current political spectrum whatever that may be and, you know, this is, this is identification with a political ideal rather than a, a, a true individual attempt to understand what is going on. And 
it's for this reason that I want to be able to to speak openly and to question whatever's going on wherever. And to be able to do that in in such forums where, you know, the that ability to speak and to be challenged and to be able to challenge without, you know, being labelled, you know, X, Y, or Z and and thereby deplatformed or banned or whatever is is something I'm looking looking into cautiously from a distance. So anyway, we're also now out of the EU in the UK, which means when Soever is allowed to travel and, you know, the virus is no longer a threat, there will be additional hoops to go through that I have never experienced in my lifetime. You know, the passport that... I would have would have granted me, you know, ease of movement between here and at least uh, the EU states. It's going to be a little bit trickier in the future. More forms to fill in and more cues, uh, I would imagine. Just where things were streamlined, things that were going to perhaps take a bit longer and. That's an, an irritation for another time, you know, to be able to discuss the differences in, in, in being able to move around that are coming about in in this lifetime. Well, my lifetime, really, and, and what that was like before and, and how things are going to be ahead. Um, remain to be seen. So anyway, I'm going to stop here because I've got probably about 40 minutes before my viewers do to show up. And I'm just going to go around the flat and just take a look around and try and look at it from the perspective of someone who's just walking in trying to evaluate the place as somewhere to buy. I've already tidied up and swept not that it needed a great deal of stuff done but with the weather being such as it was recently there's been a couple of times I've been in the flat and the salt from the sole of my shoes had stained the flooring so I've got rid of all that alright so for now at least this podcast will still be um Still be distributed through Anchor. Still hosted through Anchor. But I am considering ways to back it up and investigate other platforms as well because I don't want to be throwing my my hours of, of content into the one arena where at some stage someone may decide that I have said something abhorrent and therefore the whole thing will need to be deleted. But that's, you know, a genuine thing that can happen, unfortunately. 
So until such time as I find that, um, we'll just carry on with things as are for anybody else that happens to be listening out there. When the time comes, I will leave a message for where else um, to find this podcast. Anyway, until next time, take care.